Well, hello and welcome to the message today. Uh, my name's Josh. I'm one of the pastors here at Lifehouse. And I tell you what, we're just so honored that you would join us for God's Word today. And uh, I believe the message today is going to really help you in your life. I believe it's going to encourage you. Uh, it's going to increase your faith. And I believe most of all, you're going to leave here feeling better than when you started listening. And uh, today I want to talk about living in the fog. Living in the fog. And you may say, hang on, wait a second. What are you talking about? What is the fog? You know, a few years ago, uh, we were in America and visiting some of our church friends and some of our some of the churches that maybe support us uh, when we plant new churches and different things. And we were also there for a conference and um, very nice people. I won't mention which part of America this is, but anyway, very nice uh, people there in the south of America. You know, how you doing? And I said to this lady, oh, how are you going? And she said, well, I'm just having the best day. I'm just living in the fog. And I said, what? And she said, oh, oh, I'm living in the favor of God. And I thought, that is so awesome. I'm going to steal that living in the fog. So come on today, I want to talk about living in the favor of God. God. And if you're excited for this, why don't you leave us a comment in the comment section. I want to live in the fog today. Sorry if you're from America today or sorry if I just did the worst accent in the world. Um, that's what you actually sound like. So it's all right. Uh, <laughs> moving on, moving on. Um, Psalm chapter 5 verse 12 says, Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as a shield. And uh, I want to encourage you, the God life, the Jesus life, the Christian life, we are walking with God and God is walking with us. We are walking with God and His favor, His blessing, His grace is around us. Wherever we go, His favor is there as a shield. And I love Psalm chapter 5 because this was written by David. And we know David was just a man who was just so reliant on God. We, he's probably most famous for fighting Goliath and defeating Goliath. Goliath was the, 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 the epitome of the world, the person who came at David with a shield and a spear and all of this stuff. And David put all of his weapons down and he said, God, I'm going to trust you and I'm just going to use what you've given me. And he just had his gifts and he just had a, a few rocks in his pocket. And we know that he was able to defeat David. And I think out of this, David is saying, God, I, I don't need a physical shield. I don't need a physical sword because God, your favor is my shield. And I just think that's just such a powerful revelation. And you may be saying, but yeah, this season and last year and this year, it's been such a tough season or in the middle of this pandemic and I'm not living in the favor. In fact, it may look like I've lost God's favor. Well, we're going to have a look at some stories um, today, but I think one of the biggest stories in the Bible from the Old Testament that can really help us with our perspective in this time is the story of Job. Now, Job is not the most common story in the Bible. If you're just starting to read the Bible, I wouldn't necessarily, don't recommend start with Job. Start somewhere in the New Testament um, looking at Jesus. But Job's a really interesting story. You can probably just read the first few chapters and the first, you know, the final few chapters and you, you pretty much get the gist of it. Um, but Job had many terrible things happen to him at the same time. You know, he's, he's lost his relatives, he lost his, his house, his job, everything. And on top of that, he also got struck with a deadly disease. Uh, just everything was going wrong for Job. And all of, on top of that, um, even his friends weren't very nice. And 
we can look at that and say, well, that's a really tough situation. But Job had one thing. He always trusted God even in a tough time. And I want to tell you in your life, the number one thing we need to do in a tough season is always hold on to God and always believe that His favor and His breakthrough is around the corner. And even if we've been praying for something, we don't stop praying. We persist in our prayers. We continue to pray. And Job 42 um, verse 10, at the, at the end of this story, it says that Job prayed for his friends and it says, The Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before. He gave, he gave Job double for his trouble. He gave him two times what he had before. It says in verse 12, The Lord blessed the latter part of Job's life more than the former part. I'm believing that 2020, maybe you've had some loss. Maybe you've had some disappointment. Maybe there's been some tough times. But I'm believing that this year is going to be a year where God's favor and His blessing and His grace is so much upon us that we're going to say, God, I would go through all of that again just to step in this amount of goodness because God's going to bless us more now than He did in the past. And In verse 15, it says, Nowhere in all the land were there found women as beautiful as Job's daughters, and their father granted them an inheritance along with their brothers. It said that that Job even had a wonderful family, and his family was good-looking. That is a blessing. It said that Job's, in the later half of his life, it said that God blessed him abundantly and gave him twice as much. So he went through a tough time, but God blessed him twice as much. As going through. I want to tell you, God's favor is on your life. And this year, God wants to bless you. And we need to be confident in that, that as we step out, that God's favor is surrounding us like a shield. Um, today, as I was getting ready for the message, I was just actually talking with a good friend of mine, Pastor Richard, um, from our church in Hong Kong, Lifehouse Hong Kong. Shout out to Hong Kong. And uh, I was just talking with Richard. I remember a bit of his story. And um, we've been friends a long time uh, since we've been in Japan, many, many years. And actually, we used to live together and had many of an adventure together. But I remember there was a point in Richard's life where it seemed like he had moved to Hong Kong and he was still single at that time. But it seemed like many of our friends and some of the, you know, the, the people of that same uh, group or same friends uh, were getting married and having kids. And, and Richard, he was, you know, he was... He was single and <laughs> we didn't make fun of him, but he was saying, you know, I'm, I'm believing God for the right person and I'm going to serve God with everything I've got. Um, and But, you know, as, as we had gotten married and you can know, I've been married for 10 years now and we had kids and we wanted to have four kids and thank God and praise God we had four, um, we've got four amazing children, uh, four and no more is what I say. And, and Richard would share, you know, one day I want to have kids or have four kids and you know, it wasn't it wasn't the main thing. He wasn't focused on that, but it, it, there was a there was a season there where he was not yet married and looking for that right person. And then, ah, wonderfully, one day he met, saw his eyes crossed with Janice across the room. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know all the details. Um, but he was able to meet Janice and. And we'll get, get married. And then shortly after that, well, I don't know how long, but shortly after that, they had their first child, Zach. Yay. Such a blessing. And, and uh, you know, he's saying we want to have a large family and we want to get going. And, 
and he rang me. It just seemed like a few months later. And he said, Josh, he said, he said we're having a, another baby. And I was like, wow, that's so awesome. That's, that's what you wanted. Isn't God good? You're going to have two kids. And he said, no. He said, God is so good. Actually, we're going to have twins. God has given us double. Wow. Praise God. And then I was just talking to him today. He said, actually, in that span of two to three years, God actually blessed them with four children. They've got four children that were born in such a short time. And to me, that's a sign of, yes, when you do things God's way, sometimes it seems like a longer path. But I tell you, when you get to the end of the goal, God is going to bless you with more than you ever dreamed of. And I said with Richard, did you ever dream that you would get God would bring that family and amazing Janice, your wife, all along in such a, a short time? And he said, he said, no, but he said at the start of that year and in that season, I journaled and God told me that there was going to be abundance to come. And I held on to that word and I was believing God and then all of this. And he said that the work was great and Genesis work was great and our, our income increased. And, and he said also at the same time, the church was going amazing and the, the church pretty much doubled in that year. And he said, it was just an amazing season that all of a sudden God gave him double. Now he didn't have trouble before that, but God blessed him with double for being faithful in a tough season. And I want to encourage you in your life. In a tough season or in just in every season, let's continue to follow God. Let's continue to hold on to God because as we do, God's favor is there on our life. And I believe sometimes there's supernatural blessing or sudden blessing that can come on our life as well. And so you might say, well, I want to live in the fog. I could just pray with you now and we'll live in the fog. But I did want to leave you with a few practical things here today. How can we live in the fog? In Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. Ask, seek, knock. I believe this year we need to live an ask, seek, knock life. An A-S-K, an ask 2021. Number one, ask. This year, we've got to get to God and we've got to actually ask Him to do the things that we're believing for. James chapter 4, verse 2, the second part says, You do not have because you do not ask God. This is a pretty straight promise from God. God is, is, is saying here in, in James that God's speaking to us and, he's, and he's, he's saying, You don't have because you don't ask. So you see, the opposite to that is when we ask, God brings. Now, we don't know the timeline of that, but we do know if we don't ask that we don't have. Um, as a father, with you know, we've got four kids and amazing kids, they're the best behaved kids in Yokohama and um, amazing kids, but I, you know, they're awesome. But I don't want to just give them gifts and shower gifts upon them every day if they didn't do anything because that would be spoiling them. That would, I want to, but I can't because it would ruin their character. No, instead, I want to see them, you know, eat their vegetables. Uh, well, sometimes <laughs> before they get dessert, I want to see them do their homework before they can have some playtime. I want to, I want to see them do some things. I want that. I want them to show me that they're looking for something. And if they're asking for something or ask for a treat, I'm not just gonna just shower them with a treat. I want them to ask me. I want this to be a relationship. And I believe it's the same with God. We can't just live our life and just expect 
boom, God's just going to give me everything all of a sudden. No, I believe we need to be in a relationship with God, asking God. And that's why journaling is so important. Just taking a little time each day to read the Bible and, and hear from God and, and praying after that and saying, God, oh, I need you to help me in this area that I journal from today. Or maybe there's a prayer need. And, um, it's so important to keep that relationship with God healthy. And I believe God's not requiring it, but I believe it, He loves it when we ask Him for things. I, I really want to encourage you. Let's ask God and then follow through in the world and ask people. Let's ask God and then let's seek after the breakthrough. A few years ago uh, in Yokohama, our church was really growing. We had um, you know, many families coming and children coming all of a sudden. And we needed a new venue. We had outgrown our venue or we needed a more stable venue with different facilities. And we were looking all over and money wasn't the, the issue. It was more just finding a venue that, that wanted to have us and we wanted to be there. And it was going to be a great blessing um, to the church. And it was, it was a difficult time, but every day that would be on my prayer list, you know, find a venue, pray for a venue, pray for a venue, pray for a venue. It felt like probably a few years actually had gone by without a breakthrough in this area. And uh, we found the venue. It was a great venue. Um, there was only one small problem. The price for the venue was about four times um, what we wanted to pay for it or what we could afford to pay for it. And uh, it you know, that's, that's a pretty big ask, four times um, for just for the one Sunday. And uh, so, I, I, you know, I felt, God, this is probably the right venue. It's an awesome venue. And, uh, you know, so I, I worked up the courage, pray, prayed about it. I kind of did a few drive-bys, you know, a few circled the block a few times, just kind of, you know, looking in. I finally worked out the courage to ring up the manager and uh, make an appointment um, to go and see them. And I said, hey, we would really love to use this venue every Sunday. Um, you know, we're a church, we're stable, we're good, we're faithful. Uh, we've got the best behaved kids in all of Yokohama. <laughs> um, and, and we're going to be a blessing to you. And I believe you'll be a big blessing to us. And the manager was like, great. I mean, sounds awesome. And I'm like, just, just one small thing. Um, uh, we, we, we can only afford to pay a quarter um, of the price that you have it listed for. And I saw the manager's face kind of Hmm, dark and all. It was all good, good, good. And then hmm, I thought, ooh, maybe I've overstepped my mark here. Anyway, I didn't hear from him. I kept praying every day, praying every day. I didn't want to call him back. That was, you know, there's negotiations here. And then finally, a week later, um, he rang me and he said, well, you know, it's, you cannot tell anyone that we've given it to you at this price, but we want to give you the venue for one quarter of the price that we would give it to other people. Come on, let's give God some praise. Wow, what, what a breakthrough. It wouldn't have happened unless we had asked God and asked people. And so immediately I rang Pastor Rod. I said, they've given us the venue. It's a miracle. It's a quarter of the price. And should we take it? And Pastor Rod's like, of course, um, let's take it. Let's go for it. And then we were talking. Then he, then he said, um, and, and what's going to happen You know, when there's five Sundays in a month? And then I thought, oh, I didn't think about that. You know, we can afford to pay, you know, when, when there's four Sundays a month, but I hadn't really done the math or how to pay for the fifth Sunday when there's five Sundays in a month. And, and I felt to pray. This was a bit strange, but I felt from the Holy Spirit to spend a week in prayer and just pray every day that we could ring the manager back and he would give us the fifth Sunday for free. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do that. So every day I had it in my after journey, I spent some time in prayer and said, God, I pray for the fifth Sunday free. Fifth Sunday free. 
FSF, Fifth Sunday Free. Um, and a week later, I was even more nervous. So I rang, I rang the manager and I said, we'd love to take the venue. Um, it's so awesome. And he said, great, uh, you can get start next month. And I said, but some months have five Sundays in them. And I said, uh, and it's already a great price. It's already a fantastic price. Um, but could we have the fifth Sunday for free? And he went quiet. And I thought, oh no, I've lost the venue completely. What do I do? Uh, what's going to happen? And he said, I'm going to have to call you back. And I thought, oh no, I've messed it up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to tell everyone we don't have a venue anymore. Anyway, um, five minutes later, my fervent prayers, five minutes later, he rings back and his big, big smile in his voice. And he said, we would love to give you the venue and we would love to give you the fifth Sunday free. Wow. Come on. Let's give God's praise. What an amazing story. And so we were able to use that venue. It was such a huge blessing. We were paying a quarter of the price that it was valued or that it was listed at. And every fifth Sunday, we had a party. Come on, today is the fifth Sunday, free Sunday. We're going to make the most of it. I want to encourage you this year. What do you need to ask God for? And what do you need to ask people for? What do you need to ask God for? And what do you need to ask your boss for? What do you need to ask God for? And who do you need to ask out on a date? If you're a guy or a girl looking for someone, who do you need to ask God for? And what's that breakthrough at that school or that breakthrough in your workplace or that breakthrough in the business? What's the breakthrough you need to ask for? Because you need to get some faith and you need to get some favor in your life and say, God, if you've put it on my heart to ask, I'm going to keep asking until you answer that prayer. I want to encourage you, make a list of asks to God and cross them off the list um, when he does um, what he says he's going to do to us. Come on, I'm excited. Let's give God some praise right now. Number two is we've got to seek. A-S. We've got to seek after God. And seek to me, these are, this is the area that, that this is our part to play um, in God's miracles. Um, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, Paul's writing to Timothy and he says, For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. And Paul's saying to Timothy, God's given you some gifts, but you've got to fan those gifts into flame. Um, you've got to get excited about those gifts. And to me, this is the seeking part. You know, in the Bible, it says that God's going to provide for all the, all, all the birds of the year. You know, they have enough food to eat. But, you know, I've never seen God, you know, take some worms and put them in the bird's nest. No, the birds have to use their, their feathers. They have to use their wings. They have to use the gifts. They have to use the things that God's given them and go and get that worm out of the ground and bring it back to their nest. This is like us. God just doesn't drop, drop things on our life. No, we've got to seek after it. We've got to make the most of opportunities. We've got to fan into gifts, fan into flame the gifts that God has given us. And one of the best places to discover our gifts is through the Grow Course. You can have a look at that on the website, mylifehouse.com slash Grow Course. We've made it even easier and, um, to, to use and to understand. And this is going to help you identify the gifts that God has given you. But I want to encourage you, do more than that. This year, let's develop 
the gifts that God has given us. Um, this year, through college, we want to just help people step into the potential um, that they have in God. And so we've added some new subjects. We already have the Bible diploma and Bible degree course. We've got the language, English, and Japanese course. We've got the design Photoshop course and, and the, the, the uh, video editing course um, as well. But this, this year, from April, we're actually going to be adding a music production course. If anyone's out there and you just love to create songs and songwrite and even release an album, you're going to be able to do that over the course of a year. And we're also going to add a, a side hustle course. We call it online business. And this is going to help people develop an extra stream of income um, in their life and develop a business online and maybe sell something or make something uh, online and understanding marketing and advertising and reaching customers and getting sales. And, and at the end of that, people are going to be able to start their own side business throughout that year. Wow, isn't that exciting? Um, I want to encourage you, use the gifts that God has given you. Be intentional this year about developing the gifts that God has given you. Fan into flame those gifts. And I don't know about you, but if you've ever tried to make a campfire, um, it's not that easy. You need to know how to do it. This last year, we didn't go on so many holidays as a family. We couldn't go to Australia or anything like that. Um, so we did camping instead. And I remember the first camp um, that we went on as a family, uh, like last year, I, you know, it was good. It was awesome. And then it came time to make the campfire. And I thought, I got this. I'm going to make the campfire. I want to tell you what, Yuki and I, we've been married for 10 years. I don't think we've ever had such a test of our marriage as making a campfire. Do you? Know? It was almost the end of our marriage. Not really, um, but it was close. Um, it, it's actually pretty difficult. You know, you have to get the wood and, and, and you have to protect the protect the fire from the wind. And that's like our guests. Sometimes they're fragile at the start and we need to get around good friends in a connect group. And, and um, then we need to blow wind onto the, onto the small flames. We've got to focus in the right direction. We've got to keep doing it. And the thing about a fire, if you just leave it, it will go out. And so we need to add wood to it. And I believe these are good friends around us and continuing to develop our gifts. And let's turn that flame into a big roaring fire. I want to encourage you, 2021, don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on the gifts. Don't step back from the dream team. No, let's move forward into the things that God has for us. Let's develop a new area or a new skill and have a look at college if that applies or something that God's speaking to you. But let's seek after the things. Let's work on the things that God has brought into our life. And the last thing I want to share today, living in the fog, living in the favor of God. Come on, I can feel the favor of God right now. Come on, God's on you. He's around you. He's protecting you. And the last thing I want to say today is we've got to knock. We've got to knock on the door of opportunity. We've got to knock until those opportunities open up. And uh, throughout the Bible, anyone who does anything significant, many times they did it because they were persistent. Jesus actually teaches us about prayer. He says you need to be persistent. Keep on knocking, knocking, knocking. One of my favorite stories about persistence is in Joshua chapter 6. And God gave Joshua a promise. He said, hey, if you will march around Jericho seven times, uh, one time each day, and on the last day seven times, he says, I will give you that whole city without you having to... To, to lay a hand on anyone. Come on, who knows? That's God's favor at its finest. That when it's nothing in your strength and you know it's truly a miracle. Have you ever had that in your life where you know you didn't even do anything? You were just faithful and God did a miracle in your life. Well, this happened to Joshua. It says the second day, Joshua
Joshua 6, uh, 14, it says, The second day they marched around the city once. They returned to camp. They did this for six days. They, they kept going out and going around. People would have thought they were crazy. The enemy would have mocked them. I tell you what, when you're going through a hard time and it seems like things aren't working, the things are drying up or God's not moving and it feels like the enemy is laughing at you, that's the time we need to get out of bed early in the morning and we need to go for a walk and we need to say, God, it hasn't happened yet, but I'm going to keep walking. I'm going to keep marching. I'm going to keep circling the block. I'm going to keep circling this building or circling this workplace until you bring the miracle. And this was Joshua. And on verse 15, it says, On the seventh day, they got up at daybreak. They marched around seven times, except they circled the city seven times. And 16, Joshua commanded the army, Shout! For the Lord has given you the city. Come on. <laughs> would, you give me, would you join with me in shouting this morning? Come on, God. You can do it. And it says in verse 20, the trumpet sounded, the army shouted. At the shout of the trumpet, the men gave a shout. Everyone was shouting. It says the wall collapsed and they took the city. Come on. Let's give God some praise today. We've got to keep circling. We've got to keep going around. We've got to keep praying and knocking until that door opens. And I don't know what your need is today, but I do know you have one. I don't know what's your prayer request, but I do know you have one today. And I want to encourage you, do not stop praying. Let's keep being persistent. Let's pray powerful, persistent prayers today and every day until God does what He's promised to do in our hearts. And one of the biggest prayers that's been in my life over the last number of years is, is one day that we could start in a school or an international a Christian school for our kids and for the community kids. And really, since we've been married or had children, I, this has been on my heart, a persistent prayer of mine that I'm not going to give up on. And um, last year, all of this came to fruition. At the same time, we've been talking about this. Pastor Rod and, and, and Viv had a great vision that, that we want to be part of a school. And our amazing uh, principal in Kerry also came with that same vision. And it's almost like God's timing was, was just so supernatural. It's the right timing. So we started planning for the school. Well, guess what? This year in April, we are starting Zoe International School. It's going to be a ministry from the, from the church to the community. I believe it's going to be a big blessing to those who may join from online, to those who join the in-person campus in Yokohama and future campuses to come. It's already an amazing miracle in motion and we've got things lined up. It's all happening and uh, confirming venues and different things like that. I just wanted to share a story this week. Uh, Kerry just said, I have the most amazing story. She's a great relationships person, was connecting with another principal in another city in Japan, just about university admissions or something like that and as they were connecting the lady out of the blue she Carrie said oh, how's the school going and the lady said oh actually um, you know we've had some tough times and 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 you know some things that happened in their city with different companies and things she said actually we're gonna have to close the school um, later this year and Carrie said oh no that's too bad but she said Carrie she said um, she said would you like all of our equipment and Carrie said what do you mean she said, well, we have 12 classrooms, 12 grades of students. She said, would you like all the tables and the chairs and the whiteboards and the books and the shelves? Would you like basically everything from our classroom? And Gary said, yes, of course we did. Come on, let's give God 
some praise. And here we are, we're standing in the middle of a miracle that all of that cost to go to buy furniture and, and books and lockers and whiteboards, all of that stuff. There's a school here that God has connected them with Carrie who said, we would love to give you, if you can come and get it, we will give it to you. Come on. If I don't know favor, if that's not favor, I don't know what favor is. And I tell you what, this is just one miracle. And wow, I can feel the Holy Spirit right now saying God's favor is on your life. His shield is around you. You just need to trust God. You need to step out. You need to start asking more. Maybe ask God, ask people. You need to seek. You need to develop some of the gifts that God's given you. And most importantly, let's continue to knock and let's never give up. And so, hey, if you're there today, I believe God wants to speak to you. I believe He wants to add faith into your life. I believe He wants to bring His favor all around your life right now. If you're saying, God, if you're saying, God, I want to live in your fog. <laughs> I want to live in the favor of God. Why don't you join with me in praying right now? And so, God, I just thank you for every person watching, listening today. We thank you for your grace, your salvation, God. And we also thank you that in this life, we can live in your favor, even in the middle of a tough time, even in the middle of a pandemic, that your favor is still on us. We're going to have an attitude like Job. We're going to trust you no matter what. And I believe, God, that the, the, the later half of this year or this year is going to be much greater than anything we've ever been through. And God, I pray that we continue to trust you, seek you, circle those dreams we've given. We're going to Keep praying over those things. And we pray for your favor to be on the areas that we need them to be on. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's give God some praise together today. And uh, hey, maybe you're watching today and you don't yet know Jesus. You don't have a relationship with God. What I want to tell you, God loves you. He's got a big plan for your life. And if you want to, you can invite Jesus to come into your life today. And so in a moment, I'm going to count to three and say now, and if you want to invite Jesus into your heart, when I say now, why don't you pray with me this prayer? One, two, three, now. Dear Jesus, I believe in you. Thank you for forgiving me. Come into my life and I will follow you. Come on, let's give God some praise. Hey, and that's an amazing decision you've made today. Our team would love to connect with you and help you. So make sure you visit the website below and uh, we would love to help you in your next step. Come on. Well, are you excited about living in the favor of God this week and this year? I don't know about you, but I'm excited. I just preach myself into more favor. I'm going to continue to pray. I'm going <laughs> to believe for even bigger things. Hey, get a list. Write it down. Write your prayers down. Let's believe for God to answer those prayers. And I'll tell you what, let us know any good stories that you have because we want to hear from them. We're encouraged by them. And so, um, hey, let us know in the comments if God's doing good things, if you want to live in the favor of God. I'll tell you what. Have a great week, everyone. Stay connected. We'll see you in midweek for our teaching service, um, or we'll see you at Connect Groups, the Dream Teams throughout the week. Uh, if not, we'll see you back at church next Sunday. Have a great week. Living in the fog, the favor of God. We'll see you next time. Bye. Well, thank you so much for watching. We really hope that you've been encouraged. Come on, we have so much great content coming out all the time. So if you haven't already, make sure you've subscribed on YouTube. Download our podcast. And check out our weekly services. 
可以睇我哋嘅线上嘅崇拜。Come on, get connected at Lifehouse。可以咧，同我哋继续嘅生命堂咧联系着。Also, if you want to give, go to our website or our app。亦都係，如果你想做奉獻嘅話，佢可以去到我哋嘅網址啦，同埋去我哋嘅 Apps 啦。And you'll see lots of giving options there。你會見到好多唔同嘅方式咧，可以做到呢個奉獻嘅喎。And we'll see you next time。好啦，我哋下次見你。